Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. It is Food for Thought Friday. Food for Thought Friday. Uh, Just love sharing some nuggets of wisdom that God's shown me, spoke to my heart, my mind, maybe through my time reading the Bible, uh, maybe through a devotional book that I've read. Uh, Maybe it's through a a sermon I've listened to, uh, a podcast I've listened to, uh, something on YouTube that just really blesses me. It could be through a conversation with somebody else, or sometimes it's on social media. Uh, I saw this great quote recently. Uh, I'm not sure who wrote it, but um, I love these three simple things for today. Focus on Jesus, love others, speak hope. Say that one more time. Here's your here's today. Put this just as your priorities. Number one, focus on Jesus. Number two, love others. And number three, speak hope. Oh man, I love that. So you may want to write that one down there. That is so, so good. Focus on Jesus, love others, and speak hope. My friend Dr. Manuel Scott recently shared, you know, people don't look at you talk about you, or think about you nearly as much as you think they do. Get over your self-consciousness and go all out for your purpose, passions, and dreams. You know, friends, I've learned that. I truly have. uh, You know, when I went through my unfortunate second divorce and uh, just never dreamed that would happen. And um, I remember walking around at the church I was serving at uh, um, and just, you know, man, just, Obviously, my heart was hurting, and it I was just so embarrassed. I thought, you know, everybody knows this, and uh, I just can't believe this has happened. And I'll never forget, about a year after it happened, I was walking around one Sunday morning just shaking hands, uh, checking on people, saying hello, good morning. And this lady comes up to me and says, I'm so sorry, Greg. And I kind of looked at her. I was like, uh, uh, well, if you don't mind me sharing, so sorry. Uh, I'm not sure I'm, I, I know what you're talking about. She said, I just I just heard about your your divorce. And I was like, "Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I um I'm I'm doing fine. It was really really rough, rough last year when it happened, but uh this church has been great to support me and I'm doing some Christian counseling and uh uh you know, um God's good. He is faithful and he's helped me. But thank you so much for your concern." You know, when I was driving home that day and thinking about my day, and I thought back to that, and I just really felt like God said to me, he said, you know, Greg, sometimes we think that everybody knows when we're going through something, and um, yeah, most people are. They're too busy with their own lives, and uh, not everybody knows, and most of all, not, not most people don't care. And I don't mean that ugly or gloom despair, but I just think we sometimes get too caught up thinking that everybody sees the mistakes we make or know the challenges or issues that we have. And, uh, friends, the enemy's so good at lying about that and getting us to focus on that. And yet when that happened to me that day, a year after that divorce, uh, this person who was a faithful attender of our church and they had no idea because, you know, they obviously hadn't seen her around there, uh, or you know hadn't heard I just it got to scream vo- uh just spoke volumes to me that not everybody knows or sees and uh, don't let the enemy keep you 
being paralyzed from that, uh, just thinking that everybody knows because they don't always. Everybody has so much things in their own life, friends, that they're dealing with. They might have a passing thought about it, but they're not focused on it. Or when they see you, they don't think about that like the enemy wants us to think that everybody thinks about something when it goes wrong in our lives. Love 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Friends, God loves to bless his kids, all right? You need to know that today. You may be going through a deep uh, valley, a drought. Of just You're like, God, I don't see that abundantly. But friends, I want to encourage you to reflect over your life and think of some times that God has blessed you. And uh, man, if you've got food to drink, you've got a roof over your head, these cold temperatures start here in uh, November, December, I mean, I mean, just you know, we've got a lot to be thankful for and to know that God has blessed us. And uh, sometimes it just starts with being thankful for the little things. You know, if you've got more than a uh, hundred dollars in your checking account, you're one of the richest people in the world, friends. I mean, it, it's amazing the percentage of people. It, it's over fifty percent. I'm not sure if it's sixty percent or something. Some high number of percentage over half i know for a fact that live on less than five dollars a day i mean friends we're just so blessed here in the united states but we get focused on playing that compare game and sometimes it just uh the enemy wins uh when we focus on all that we don't have instead of focusing on what we do have and you know it's okay to have once but, friends, I think sometimes God's like, you know, I, I can't give you some of the wants that you have because you don't thank me for all the needs that I've provided for you. So I'm trying to learn it, friends. I struggle with it at times, but I say this every so often, you know, probably once a month because I'm still doing it. It started back during COVID when I was having to fight fear and anxiety because of worrying about financial provision, being in ministry, and knowing how all these businesses had shut down and things. And just said, all right, God, I'm not going to get in fear. I'm going to be thankful for at least five things each day. And I would just, when I roll out of bed, that's the first thing I do is just get on my knees. I go out, of, roll out of my bed, literally onto my knees and thank God for at least five things that he is blessed with. And usually it's things the day before, whether it's a conversation with uh, my brother or thanking God for my mom's health as I'd had a conversation with her and knowing that uh, one of my friend's uh, parents is really struggling with dementia. Uh, thanking God for uh, that. I'm going to have a cup of hot coffee and I'm going to be able to take a hot shower. Uh, thankful for my eyesight as I have one of my friends that uh, she uh, she's losing her eyesight and uh, at a young age. And it's just, uh, man, I, I take that for granted, friends. And so I need to be reminded of that and uh, just thankful for maybe a, a phone call with a friend uh, the day before. Uh, maybe thankful about an opportunity that I have that day. I mean, friends, we could go on and on thanking God for things. And I'm just giving you a wide range of answers. But I have found for me that when I do that, it puts my heart in a better place. And I think it pleases God. Uh, you know, he loves to listen to us, but I also just have to think sometimes he's thinking, man, all you do is ask me for things. You hardly ever thank me for anything. And man, as a parent, as a grandparent, as an aunt, uncle, uh, you know, it, 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 
your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, nephews, uh, if you did things for them all the time and they never said thank you, uh, we, we get a little twerked, wouldn't we? <laughs> so I just want to encourage you today, maybe just start thanking God throughout the day. And you'll be amazed how your mood changes. I mean, there's been times when, man, I'm like tired. I know I got a busy day coming up. And yet, just by rolling out of my bed and getting on my knees, and maybe some of you are like, eh, Greg, I can't do that right now. But just thank him for you get out of bed for five things. But I can truly tell you, friends, it changes my mindset and my heart and gets me right as I get ready to start my day. And uh, just, just try it. I, I really believe you'll see it, it's a game changer. I saw this quote recently. It says, you'll end up really disappointed if you go through life thinking people will do for you as you do for them. Not everyone has the same heart as yours. And I think the way I would paraphrase that, though, friends, is it's not about thinking that your heart's better than somebody else. I just think that God has made us differently. He's wired us up differently. And sometimes the way somebody else handles a situation versus the way that we do we can get uh, get hurt, and uh, I think the biggest thing, uh, maybe just say, is expectations. Sometimes maybe we have unrealistic expectations for somebody, and uh, we put that on them. And uh, because somebody doesn't do it the way we would do it, say it the way we do, respond the way we would, then we we just think, you know. Uh, man, I, I thought that person cared about me. And uh, those are just sometimes unrealistic expectations to put on people. And uh, it's one of the things I just want to remind you, friends, that we've got to be careful. And uh, God is only our only true source. And Jesus is where we look for our identity and our trust and our faith and our hope and our love. And so I know for somebody today, they needed to hear that. I know a lot of people have heard this. I've heard several people say it uh, over the years, but it's just so true. And it's why we started Hope is Here almost six years ago. But so many people are hanging by the thinnest of threads. Treat people well. You could be that thread. Actually, this quote here, this one's by a guy named John Paplovitz. He says, treat all people well. And uh, that's so true, friends. You know, we unfortunately, the enemies tried to cause division with people because of economic race, religion, uh, financial, skin color. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, uh, but I want to remind you, the Bible says we're all made in the image of God. And uh, I recently did a funeral for a friend of mine. She unfortunately passed away of cancer. Uh, thankfully, she made it to the age of 65, but still just way too young and um, just a lot of people were there, man. She was well, well loved. And I got to meet with her a couple weeks before she was um, get ready to walk the, you know, walk into the gates of heaven. And here, job well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter, great is your reward. But when she and I met and talked about what she would like said in her service and how she wanted it, she said to me, and I'll just never forget this. It's not been too long ago, but I don't think I'll ever ever forget she said you know greg i used to go to vacation bible school as a kid and we used to sing that song red and yellow black and white we're precious in his sight jesus loves the little children of the world and you know she said man i just think our world would be so much better if we just practice that song i learned over 50 years ago as a kid at vacation bible school and it's so true friends it really is and we need to love each other and 
one of the things I want to encourage you is just to go out of your way. And there's somebody is a, a, a different demographic than you are. Okay, uh, to, re, to just be intentional about it, friends, uh, because there are there are people that unfortunately that you know it's easy to say here's a Caucasian United States, but people that have uh, just bias and hate towards Asians, uh, to Hispanics, to African-Americans. I mean, uh, you know, there's people anti-Semitic, uh, Jews. I mean, it, 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 it's just awful, friends, absolutely awful. And it's not God-honoring. And as followers of Jesus, we have got to be different. We've got to be different. And it's one of the things that uh, I, I know I need to grow in and having more diversity in my friendships and relationships and uh just we learn from each other, friends, and we all have different experiences. And uh, you know, I, I learned this firsthand when I went on a mission trip to Jamaica back in 1992. And uh, there's a group of us, and we were all Caucasian. And we stopped at the uh, hardware store to have to get something. And the missionary said, "Just stay in the van." And all of a sudden, there were a lot of Jamaica Jamaica people kind of staring at the van. Then they started surround it and put press in their uh, faces up against the glass and uh, you know uh, and for the first time in my life uh, I felt like a minority I knew what it felt like and it was a really it was kind of a, a little bit of a concerning experience to be honest I got a little bit in fear but you know what uh, it also was really good for me because I knew what it felt like for others uh, you know because for the first time in my life I was like wow you know I felt like a minority so, friends, uh, man, let's be the hands and feet of Jesus with our words, our smiles, and just love one another. And, uh, man, just make a difference. And that could be with just a smile or a hello or letting somebody go in front of you in line today at the grocery store. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. But remember that Jesus loves you and that there's always hope because of Jesus. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.